to have Pastor Angie Locust with us, and she's going to share a story. You know, she's going to share with you how she was able to operate in her purpose, how she identified those gifts and those talents or her purpose, things that she had inside of her, things that she possessed, that once she recognized it, she was able to strategize along with her faith to do the things she felt she was called to do, the things that she was compelled and the things that she was passionate about. Because I believe that we are our happiest when we are operating in things that we love to do. You know, a lot of, a lot of us are unhappy because we are doing things that we can't stand or we get stuck in a pattern of doing something and we don't know how to come out of it. You know, there's a lot. There's so everybody has a different journey. And that's the one thing I want you to get out of this. I want you to you be able to identify with each speaker, something that they experience, some challenges that they may have to overcome that you may be experiencing as well. And but you need to hear somebody else's story because I believe that is so powerful. I believe that we are overcome by other people's testimonies. We get inspired and encouraged to do our own things when we hear a story. But the only thing about this summit is that I don't just want you to feel good when you leave here, but I want you to leave with some tools that you can use, that you can actually um, implement in your own life that can take you to that next level. So Angie, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and being a part of this summit. And I'm so, I'm just so glad that you are one of the speakers. So I'm like, oh, so great. So great to have you. Um, I'm going to read a little bit about Pastor Angie and then I'm going to let her take the floor from here. So, Pastor Angie is a youth pastor, evangelist. She stands in the scriptures. One of her scriptures that she likes is Philippians 1 and 6. He that has begun a good work, listen to that, shall complete it until the day of Christ. Pastor Kelly knew what her calling was on her life because of the various encounters that she have experienced, such as um, addiction, battling with the enemy, because we do have an enemy, whether you believe it or not. She um, experienced incarceration and even unto death. I'm going to explain all of that. She is a mother of four lovely children. She is the director of Children of Praise Daycare located in Jamaica, Queens. And she has so much that she does and she's doing. She's definitely a person who is called to serve. And she recognized that that is what she is supposed to be doing. And so I'm going to let Pastor Angie take the floor and share with you whatever give a quick intro more than you know elaborate more than what i have and just take the floor from there welcome pastor angie thank you so much for being a part of this good for having me pastor cheryl <laughs> we'll talk about that later <laughs> so i want you to start by telling well first of all i do have some specific questions for you and, and okay. I did kind of mention it, but you can explain to the people. I want to know how you were able to identify your purpose and your passions and, and your calling. Well, I was able to identify, you know, it goes back um, to um, when I was in the world. Okay. And even though there was things that I didn't know that God had planned for me, mm -hmm. I the manifestation now mm. so, there was situations and circumstances that you know I encountered in my life you know when I didn't know Jesus but thank God he knew me while I was in my mother's womb and the reason why I love that scripture so much 
um, that he that began a good work in me mm-hmm. through him shall perform it till the day that he comes back. It's because even when I was in the world and I was addicted to drugs, I've been addicted to drugs for like over 20 years of my life. I've been clean for about 26, 27 years now. (laughs) And also, you know, I was uh, one of Brooklyn girl, Bed-Stuy, do or die, hanging out with the hustlers, you know, and, you know, caught up in the fast life and, um, you know, God had a calling on my life and I really didn't didn't recognize the calling that he had. Um, I didn't know it was a calling, but um, even sometimes when I would get high, I would actually sit around the table and start preaching. Uh-huh. And everybody around my mouth would be open like, and I'm like, oh, let me just be quiet. Let me just be quiet. <laughs> you know, never had a relationship with God that I knew of, you know, but I was like, just let me be quiet, you know, because I felt, you know, the enemy shut me down. So, you know, I wouldn't say anything. And then it was another incident where I was high and I sat in the back of the church. And I mean, I was high out my mind off of some crap. And I just went back down in the church and I really felt comfortable there. But it wasn't until actually about maybe 20 years or maybe 25 years later that, um, you know, the Lord actually delivered me off of crack cocaine. Um, I thank God for all my strategies and my dilemmas and my trials and tribulations that I had, you know, when I was in the world, because it serves a purpose today. Even me going um, back and forth to prison and, and doing time, you know, it served a purpose for me today because you know, now I can go into the juvenile detention and Vernon C. Baines and Rikers Allen, you know, which is part of the ministry through um, the ministry that I am from, Second Chance Agape Worship Center, located in St. Albans, Queens, and my overseer, Sharima Latham. But through, through it all, you know, everything that I went through when I was in prison, now I can relate to. Yes. So I, you know, see that begun a good work. Right, right. And I, outperformance so I didn't despise anything you know that I've been through you know um and I really don't regret anything neither because I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus today right right that's right all right all right when you mentioned church how did you start going to church did somebody invite you well actually uh, yes actually um there was a sister and and um, my brother-in-law, um, God bless the dead, she just recently, I called her a great evangelist um, because she had got me and my husband at the time. Um, she just came, we would sit on the stoop, you know, minding our business uh-huh. and she pops up and she invited us to the church. And then I knew at that time I was sick and tired of doing what I was doing. Okay. So you know, she invited us to the church and we came and believe it or not, from that, from right now, you know, I continued to, you know, serve the Lord. Okay. You said something key. You said you got sick and tired. And I think a lot of us get to that point where you're sick and tired of doing the same thing over again, whatever it is. And you had to get a, some kind of mind shift or something. And for you, I see it was your faith. Yeah. Now, and, and first, go ahead. Oh, yeah. The first thing God delivered me from was the 
drugs. Yes, right. At that time that I began to give my life to the Lord, I still had a money addiction because I hustled all my life. And um, I hustled till I was about maybe 38 years old and I never worked a day in my life. Mm. And the job that I did get um, after being sick and tired of hustling and, you know, just really wanting to give my life to the Lord. And at that time, I did get my first job you know, um, working for like two years and a half. Um, then God began to really move and manifest in my life very fast and swiftly um, because I believe that my heart was so dear to him and I wanted more of him, much is given, much is required. And I was requiring so much from him and I was giving so much back that he really blessed my life very, very fast. Mm. So at the and I gave my life to the Lord. I began to go to church. Through the church, someone in that church, um, they um, gave me a job, and I worked there. I was search company for two and a half years. Okay. The remarkable thing is it's impossible to please God without faith. Uh -huh. So what really happened was that I, um, I got this job, and then after two and a half years, they fired me. And it was in the process of me moving forward because I told the Lord when I was in the world and I was hustling, I said, Lord, I don't ever want to um, work for anybody. And God me that. So at the point of him telling me to pack my boxes, it's time to move when I didn't only was making $337, wow. $337 a week wow. salary, no being the bank, um, just a good credit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he began to tell me to move and pack my boxes and um, move to a house because I was living at um, renting for that particular place for like 10 years. Mm. So I'm in the of just really getting saved and getting on my feet and, um, getting this job because I never worked a day in my life, you know, working it for two and a half years. And then God says, pack your boxes. It's time for you to move. And I'm like, what am I going to move with? But <laughs> when you don't, he is the resource. Mm -hmm. And when you hear him and you listen, mm -hmm. then prosperous. See, a lot of people who like to move on, yeah. they're hearing. Right. Not the look So when you leave, you
people, anything he causes to do, it's also going to be a blessing to other people. This is not a selfish thing. And it's so great. You serving and helping children and all the other things that God have you to do, I just think is wonderful. Um, You've been a blessing to the community. You know, I think yes. that's just so great, you know. And so now God is shifting you to something else. And I think it's wonderful. This journey can be very wonderful because it's a journey of exploration. You're doing things that you probably never thought you would do years ago. If somebody was to tell you you'd be where you are today 25, 30 years ago, you'd probably laugh at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you would probably yeah. laugh at them. So let me see what other questions I have. You talked about the cha- some of the challenges. How you was able to identify your purpose. Of course, God showed you certain things, but I'm sure there was probably some people who probably spoke some things. That, were there people that you encountered that saw certain things in you and they would speak it or they would, you know, just talk about it a lot? Well, yes. There, um, there's people that um, poured into me and, you know, told me what the Lord had Um you know, what type of plans he had for me. Um, But I want to rest assured, I I target back to um, our Lord Jesus Christ because when you, when he first saves you, he gives you a desire. Yeah. And that desire is not money and riches and nice car. Right. But first says, seek thee first the kingdom of God things shall be added and he will yes. give you the God. Yes. But came to him with a, such a desire to help people and help children and help people in my community, mm. those that was lost and the 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 prostitutes and the alcoholics, you yes. know, and and the drug dealers. Yes. Um that was a passion for me. Mm. Um Maybe because I was there, but it was such a strong desire. And then to help children, you know, my I recognized my ministry first came about when I was actually um, not only starting, you know, to feed um, the people in my community and to um, give clothes. Every year I would give uh, a little something in front of my door and I would just collect used clothes from everyone, you know, in good condition. And I would buy like so much food and I would have my neighbors and everybody cook, awesome. you know, so from the community can actually, and this was before I was evangelist pastor or anything. Right, right. <laughs> it was right. just desire, That's you right. know, That's right. um, you know, I, 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 you know, fed, fed the people in the neighborhood and, um, you know, let them just get all the clothes that they needed. Right. And they begin to have a desire for the youth. And um, I used to have Bible study in my in my first home um, and Monday nights. And my first turnout was about at least 50 young really? people. Wow. So it was standing fully. And that was a consistent, wow. you know. You know, so that was my desire. Yes. You know, most of them are in college now and you know doing very very well so then i stepped from that to fostering and i started fostering um take now and i you know used to foster um teenagers at first right um 
and then I said, you know, let me just deal with some of the little kids. But right. give you a desire first. So right. if you want to know what your purpose is, your purpose is related to your desire. Yes. It is connected to your desire. Yes. So whatever your desire is, that is your purpose. Right. For God. That's Amen. Right. That's right. That desire, that passion, that's right. He'll put it in you. You don't realize it at first. And then, like you said earlier, you talked about the desires of your heart, things that you really love to do, but God gave you that. And that's just awesome to recognize that. And I like you talked earlier about your hustle, how he would use, even when he was a hustler in the world, um, he would use that. But you hustling for him. You're doing what you need to do. Hustle is not necessarily a negative thing. You got the negative type of hustling, but hustling is just serving and working and doing things and moving forward. That's hustling. That's putting that use. You made me think of, <laughs> I'll probably share it in my own um, broadcast, but you know, I grew up in a house with hustlers, mothers and fathers gambling, having po big poker games in the house. I mean, real poker tables and chips and money. I've seen hundreds and thousands of dollars go back and forth across the table. But I realized, you know what? I got some of that hustling from my parents because when they were struggling, trying to make ends meet. And that's all they did was to put food on the table, how to pay the rent and everything was to hustle. Now, it might have been, not might not have been the ideal thing, especially for me to see as a young child. <laughs> because you open your house up, you open your house up to a lot of things. However, that that hustling, that, you know, wanting to do stuff and not waiting for somebody to do it for you, I realized later on, that's where I got it from. So that's awesome. You're still hustling and he just turned it around for his purpose. Yes. That is so great. That is so great. Wow. So I'm a witness to that because he'll bring it all back to me. It's like, I'll, even from you as a little girl, sometimes you'll bring things back, or a little boy, <laughs> things that you always wanted to do. And then it's now when you start to rebuild your life and um, take this journey of self-discovery, it takes you back to that place, things that you put aside and you forgot about, but you really love doing it. And he, he will do that. So I'm definitely a witness to that. Locust. Okay. Uh, my church is located in St. Albans, Queens, 200-12 Hollis Avenue, St. Albans, Queens, where Overseer Sharima Latham is the Overseer and Pastor Jamie Latham. Those are my lead pastors. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay, wait a minute. You on Instagram too, lady. Oh, yeah, Instagram too. Unless yeah. that's personal. <laughs> Angie Kelly 62. Okay. Yeah, but I don't much care. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so you can follow Pastor Angie there because sometimes she put out shows live broadcasts of her ministering and a lot of different events going on inside the ministry. And I'm excited about what's happening next. That's something you and I got to talk about. What are you doing now? <laughs> well, what? I'm, right now I'm standing on faith because... Okay. Um, this is another rock right here. I'm standing off because God told me to sell my home in um, Jamaica, Queens, which I just did on yesterday. Uh -huh. My daycare was actually located in there right. also. But everybody's like, oh, what are you going to do now? I said, right. I'm going to sit up. I said, I'm going to sit up 
<laughs> and that's yourself there you go. because walking in the millionaire status. Oh, right now. <laughs> and you and you and you and for all of you that are listening and watching, yes, you all are walking in the millionaire status of God. And what is that millionaire status of God? That's by faith. Sometimes you got to let go some things to right. move on. And yeah. don't be afraid to let go. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to let go. Right, right. Just let go and let God do it. So right now I'm standing on faith and I'm like, what's next, God? And he's like, don't worry. I'm going to give you the instructions. But right now you you completed the first assignment. All right. You got, now I'm in a strange land. Mm -hmm. But you know Stay tuned. I can't wait to hear the rest of it. That was Pastor, Ken, um, Pastor Angie, and her theme, believe it or not, was from vision to manifestation. And you talked a lot about the different manifestation that you already experienced in your life, which makes your faith even stronger. So that is so awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Pastor Angie. So You're welcome.